0: What's up, everybody, man? It's your boy, Big Play Slate. After every Eagles game this season, I'm going to take y'all behind the scenes and let y'all know what happened. Give y'all every detail. Let y'all in the mind of an NFL Pro DB, man. I love y'all. Y'all love me. Please subscribe. What's up, man? It's your boy, Big Play Slate, and I'm back. You know, after a tough, tough week. What's going on right now, man? There's been a lot of stuff going on over the past couple of days, man. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to the NFL right now. A lot of people criticizing what Cam Newton said. You know what I'm saying? We gonna start off with that. And I don't know if y'all know what Cam Newton said. Cam Newton said that, no Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, uh, Jared Goff are like game manager quarterbacks. And I think Cam Newton got... He got the knowledge to be able to talk how he need to talk, man. He one of the best quarterbacks to ever play this game. He done did it at every level, college, NFL. He won the Heisman, was the best player in college. He was the best player in the NFL, won the MVP. Took a subpar team with a great defense to the Super Bowl. You know, of course they lost, but, I mean, Cam Newton got a lot of respect in his league. I think he deserved to have a, have a say-so about quarterbacks, even though, you know, you can't say you can't agree with him or not. I'm, you know, I'm not agreeing with him. You got to understand it from his point of view. You know the team was driven through him so if like if Cam Newton didn't play to the best of his ability the team did not win you know what I'm saying so he doing it from a playmaking standpoint in the way of that him extending plays making plays uh, great throws I I mean I think his best receiver at the time probably had like 600 maybe 600 700 yards receiving so he named me having like a all-pro receiver to throw the ball to consistently you know uh, yeah and he found ways to get it done now I do think Dak is an elite quarterback, so I do think Purdy is a great quarterback as well. And I think Jared Goff is too. So, But I'm just saying, I'm just sitting here saying is Cam Newton do have the respect and he has the film to speak how he want to feel about the situation. So what's y'all point on it, man, y'all give me y'all point of view on it, but I feel like that's one of the hottest topics right now with Cam Newton and that situation. So, man, y'all just let me know what y'all feel about it. Let's get into the week of the game. So the game is already... Crazy as it is, man. It's Dallas Cowboys, so you know fans love this game. They love the rivalry. So leading up to this week, man, we just had a tough game against San Fran. So uh, usually, man, on a Wednesday, we have a walkthrough. So your boy had to sit out, man, because I don't know if y'all know about turf. Turf is something serious, man. I'm talking about five minutes walking on turf or running on turf for me right about now. Instant knee swelling up. So I had to make sure I take care of the body to prepare, because we play Dallas, and Dallas has a turf field. So I got to prepare through the week. So Wednesday, I did a little walkthrough, just sit and watch. Then Thursday, you know, I kind of got a little active. I got myself moving a little bit. And then Friday, I was full go, so I could be ready and prepared to play Sunday. But let's get into game day. Sunday night. Sunday night by far one of the worst games I hate playing in because I hate watching everyone play. And we sit there all day waiting to the game to start. So it's just like, you know, we have our little pep talk. You know, sometimes we have our leadership talks and guys talk and give us a good speech and by the time the game start, the speeches already wore off. Like, we don't got no, you know what I'm saying? Of course, we still going there with our mindset to go out here and go compete. But man, we have some great some great guys as great motivators that you ready to go outside and play right now. But playing at 8 o'clock at night, it's bad. So how my game day goes? I get to the field party like three hours before. So I get there about 5 o'clock. For the game at 8 o'clock, I, play, I get there about 5 o'clock. Get there. Get stretched, get my heat packs on my knees, get my ankles rubbed on, get them, get them loose, get them going. And then um I warm up probably within a about hour 45 within the game. So I get my body ready, go out there, warm-up stretch, do my little warm-up drills, get the guys going, get ready, uh, feel the feel. You know what I'm saying? You see if the turf's still good. If you play on the grass field, I gotta make sure the grass is good for my cleats if I don't need to make different choose the other cleats. So that's my little game, playing my little routine, and before all games. Before I touch the field, I listen nothing to slow music all day. I'm talking about my slow R&B, old school. I'm talking about that good soul music. But as soon as I touch the field, as soon as I walk through the tunnel, if y'all know me, y'all know who I'm listening to, and I'm talking about Ro Darius, a.k.a. Rod Wave. I am bumping him all through the warm up. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting my life good and going. I don't know if y'all know it. He got one of my hottest songs. I love it. We call it Green Light. And you know, the and Eagles are green, so that's one of my lit songs, So you know what I'm saying? So, hey, ride, keep making this best music out here, man. You the GOAT, man, you the GOAT. You get me through my days on Sundays. Now it's game time, we go out here, play with them warmed up and did what we had to do. Let's get into this game, but first thing first, I usually talk about myself last, but today I'm gonna talk about myself first. The pressure of the game is getting way more intense than it's ever have been. I've been here four years, man, my first year, we both teams weren't that good, you know, Dak got hurt, uh, you know, it was COVID year. Errol, both of us, was losing pretty bad. But now that the fact that we, like, NFC champs, we went to the Super Bowl, Dallas always been a 10-plus win team now. We've been a 10-plus win team. So, like, the intensity is just getting better and better and better each and every day. I'm saying, like, because both teams are just becoming, you know, big. Like, they becoming real big-time robberies because not one team better than the other. We both are just great teams at, at what we do. And so the pressure is skyrocketing, man. So I'm going to start to understand, like, the real true beef these guys really have happy because it's really, really intense. Even though y'all know me, I don't take too much seriousness, but I do appreciate this rivalry. I'm thankful to be in this rivalry, but man, fans, y'all got to stop. Fans got to stop. Y'all know y'all love this game. Y'all hate the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys too. But man, boy, y'all don't, y'all don't like what y'all like. Y'all let somebody have it, man. Y'all let folks have it. I'm talking about getting threats all in the DMs and all kind of crazy stuff going on. So, man, come on, fans. Like, hey, we are human. You know what I'm saying? Just like y'all are human, and we all ain't perfect. So come on, fans, show some appreciation, man. We go out here and work our ass off each and every day to try to win these games, and y'all be just talking that shit. And guess what I'm gonna do? The ones that y'all got these little fake profiles, your profile ain't fake, I'm calling the law on you. I'm calling the police, and I'm sending them to your house, and you're going to jail for harassment. Let me address this. I saw a photo on the internet with a trash can with me and my boy James Bradbury on there. Come on now, all right? come on. And y'all know, y'all know, I'm a big-time troller. I like to have fun. I ain't take it personally at all. So you see that's my profile pic. I think it's a nice pick, man, so come on now. You know, I'm a troller, and I like to have fun, man. I think it was a good joke, man, good funny, but I think I played pretty good. I think I done had a very, very solid game, man. I think I had, like, two or three PBUs, no making plays, no catches, no nothing. Come on now. Out of all days, you want to put the trash can out there at, when I had a... Damn, a perfect game. You know, what I'm saying I could have did a lot of stuff better, better, but maybe could have picked the ball. Could have made some other plays, but overall, the game was great by me. You know what I'm saying? But as a team, we play worth the shit. You know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm an honest dude. We ain't play worth shit on the defensive side of the ball. We got to play better. We got to be better on third downs. But man, y'all got to chill with the trash can, man. I'm really that dude on the field. Like, I don't call myself and I don't talk about myself a lot crazy, but I do like to give y'all an update on how I did because it's the Big Play podcast. But Big Play ain't trash, not a, not even close, not one second. You no know, five time pro bowler, all pro, 28 interceptions, probably over like 140 D- PBUs. Like, I've been doing this for a long, long time when I'm 32 years old, still doing it at a high, high level. Ain't too many people at 32 years old doing what I'm doing, so I don't know what y'all getting at, but I know y'all fans, Eagle fans, y'all love stream, but simmer down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Simmer down, simmer down a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? I do take accountability if I do play ass. I will say I played ass, but I didn't play ass at all. But that's funny though, man. Shout out to whoever did that, man. Y'all continue to keep doing you. (laughs) So let's get into this game, man. Let me tell y'all, What I feel like was the biggest difference in the game. You know what I'm saying? Let me just go into little details. I personally think myself that these guys came out with way more energy. They had, uh, they got a lot more on their shoulder, chip on their shoulder, Dak is playing amazing. So they believe in their quarterback a lot. I think the fact that they was, you know, on a winning streak, you know, Dak being an MVP conversation, guys are just wanting to motivate it. And, you know, going against Jalen, you know, another MVP candidate, they wanted to, you know, show off for their guy. And um, they did as well, but. Overall, man, them guys are like me. I'm a guy that just watch the game overall. Like, even though we're making adjustments on the sideline, after we make the adjustments, I go stand up and watch the offense. And I'm going to tell you, from my eyes, from the field, them guys are like they was having fun, you know, playing for each other. Uh, they was excited for each other. Uh, no fingers pointing. More of a, like, team bonding. You know what I'm saying? They look like they were more, like, team-oriented to them, to me, personally. Just like the fact that whatever happened, anything that – Went wrong, they countered it. Like, uh, when we scored a touchdown, came out, them guys came back out there and still, you know, played. They ain't probably you no know, point fingers at Dak for fumbling the ball or whatever, all that kind of nonsense. They just seem like they're just like, hey, bro, next play, play, play ball. You know what I'm saying? We had that mentality for sure. We do, but at times, you know, as you just look at the game, it just feels like a lot, of, a lot of guys feel sometimes defeated. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say defeated because we all grown, man. We go out here compete. It just as an overall team, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know how to put it, but if you, like, you know, get hit in the mouth, you'd be like, dang, you know, you're trying to fight back. And if you get hit in the mouth too much, you go get knocked out. And that's what happened to us. We got knocked out, and, uh, you know, we tried to get up and keep fighting, but uh, we didn't help on the defensive side by, you know, stopping them boys on third down because we are having a lot of third down situations, and them guys was executing. And, you know, and that's got to do with technique errors. Miss assignments, doing, you know, we we hurt ourselves too much, and them guys didn't. And that's why I say why these guys look like they were more detailed than us because we had plays that we supposed to get off the field, but leverage, we lost leverage on a lot of plays. Uh, Dak is standing play out the pocket. We were supposed to be letting him stand plays because that's when he's at his best. And the guys on defense making plays, you know, Mark, Michael Parsons making sacks. You know he's one of the best players on the field so you gotta watch him you know even though he's going against one of the greatest tackles in the game you know but he's still a human being and you know he ain't gonna be perfect every rep but yeah i to watch michael parson then gilmore Gilmore played lights out you know what i'm saying against aj him and aj going out of great battles man to them two they was going at it like the energy was just different like the energy was a different vibe uh bland even had a great game you know going against smitty you know what i'm saying i just think a lot of our guys you know they just uh they won they one-on-ones you know what i'm saying and we didn't and we're a great one-on-one team you know aj beat a lot of guys on one-on-one smitty dude myself i beat a lot of guys on one of you jb jb usually do you know he ain't beat everybody one-on-one this week so we lost a lot of one-on-one battles individual battles that these guys won and we didn't and that's the problem we got to win these battles because we got too much talent on this team and we got to stop you know Messing up, start losing. You know, we got to win more than losing. And right now we not. And, you know, we got a lot of great talent on this team to get this thing going, get this thing rolling. So let's get into the bad about the offense first. The offense with three crucial turnovers. I'm talking about from the guys that touched the ball down there every snap. You know, Hertz touched the ball every snap, him and Kels. But, of course, the offense is ran through A.J., Smitty, Dallas, and the O-line. So you know the ball is going to them guys. And, you know, three crucial fumbles in the red zone. That's 21 points or maybe nine points off the board because of the fact that we got a great kicker, I'm sure he's going to make, you know, so it would have been nine points or whatever. You know, we got a great, you know, all offense that can go down there and score. So the score could have been different, but these guys capitalized on turning the ball over. Three on, I'm talking about crucial red zones. I'm talking about that's big time. That means they red zone defense is doing damn great. Stop your offense from scoring. That's why I think the offense went bad at. we didn't take care of the ball. And I've seen y'all be watching all on Twitter and stuff. Y'all see the ball drills and the protecting the ball going through on Twitter right now because coach is really determined to make sure we don't turn the ball over. We have not been a great turnover ratio team. Last year, we was amazing at it. We was like, Hurts took care of the ball way better. We turned the ball over. I think we had like six, 16, 17 interceptions right now, Where we at right now we had six. And you know, at that time we had a lot of sacks. We still got a lot of sacks right now. Look here, we was giving up third downs like like it's just free candy at a candy shop, you know what I'm saying? Just everybody, just one candy for you, one candy for you, one candy for you. We've been a third down team that's so bad this year that we got to get it fixed. We do. I'm talking about because we get the second and loans, the third and short. Like it's all across the board. Even the third and longs, guys be making third and fifteens on dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, fans. I play a lot. I joke a lot, but I'm, I take my game serious because my name is on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm part of this Philadelphia Eagles defense. And of course, I don't want to be on the field all day and having third downs catch on me, but I'm only one person. I can't, can't do it all by myself. And, and they guys can't do it all by themselves. So as a group, as a collector, man, we got to look ourselves in the mirror and let's get off the field on third down. Because man, third down is really killing us. Because last year we was amazing on third down. This year we are straight booty cheats. And we got some of the best pass rushes in the NFL. So back in for sure, we got to help cover longer. And the front seven got to contain the quarterback, you know. So it's it all marriage together. Right now, you are who you are, and you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna be a man about what I need to say. We are who we are, and we ain't fixed that nothing yet. So we got to go out there and fix what we got to do. Play better ball. Hold everybody accountable. And at this point of the time, right now, as me as a leader, you can't be pointing fingers at nobody. That's how you gotta go. No finger pointing because once it starts going finger pointing, stuff get divided. So. Me as a leader, man, if y'all watching this, all my fans, Eagles fans, all my teammates, hey, we ain't point fingers at nobody. We got to take on the ship and play ball together, play for each other, because it takes everyone to win. We got to execute, man, because this, this is an important game. We got nothing but NFC games left, you know what I'm saying? So it gots to get done. So that's all the negative I have about the game. But let's get into some positives, because it was some positives in the game. Like, we are still 10-3. Still one of the best records in the NFL right now. We still tied for the best record. Of course, we are not where we want to be at in the seeding spot, but we still the best, got the best record in the league. But y'all got to say that fake punt was nice. Our punter looked like he been learning a lot from Jalen. You know what I'm saying? Throwing dots out there and making big time plays. That was a great change of momentum. You know what I'm saying? So that was good on top of that. Jalen Carter got his first touchdown, you know what I'm saying? The big guy was moving, you know what I'm saying? He showed his speed a little bit. I don't even think he ran the 40 at his pro day or nothing, but it looks like he's pretty fast, you no know? I've been hearing about him and Jordan Davis, man, who can win a race, and y'all won't believe who can win it. But I'm leaving that to y'all for y'all to guess who can win that race. But just know it's going to be surprising who y'all think will win that race. And shout-out to Covey. I don't know if y'all know, but Covey been doing his thing on punt return right now. Y'all think he's one of the best punt returners in the league Been playing at a high level. A lot of y'all was mad at him last year. A lot of y'all was calling him this and that and that, and he always getting hit hard and this and this. Man, Covey is playing at a Pro Bowl level, all-pro punt returner right now. I'm talking about he number one in all the statistics. So my boy Covey deserves a Pro Bowl shout-out, man, because the Pro Bowl votes is out there, make sure you vote for yourself, vote for me, vote for all my teammates. I know Eagles fans. Look, I know y'all gonna come in here like, we vote for y'all, y'all da, 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 da. Come on, now. We don't need all this negativity. Let's get us to the Pro Bowl, man. Go. It, it, it does great stuff for us, man. We love the Pro, Pro Bowl. We love our accomplishments. We love to go out here and play hard, man. At the end of the day, we play this game for winning, but we also still play this game for our accomplishments, man, because at the end of the day, a lot of guys trying to get gold jackets. A lot of guys trying to get inducted to a lot of Hall of Fames. I feel like I'm going to be in one of the Hall of Fames. I don't say the gold jacket yet because I don't think I got enough picks. But for organization Hall of Fame, I'm for sure going to be in there because I've been one of the best corners and the league for two organizations for a long time, man. So I feel like I could get into any one of those organizations and be like a pro football Hall of Famer for the team or something like that. If I get some more picks, you know what I'm saying, I could get into the other one with that gold Jackie. We don't hit the bad, the good, the ugly, the super happy, the everything. But let's get into some matchups, some fun matchups. Like I'm a guy that love to watch matchup, definitely at the DB and corner, DB and receiver position. But watching Gilly and A.J. Brown go at it for four quarters, man. It was electric fire. I'm talking about that's why I got the game plan, got the notes, got what I needed to see so I could make sure I go to the sideline and watch Gilly and A.J. go to work because these some of the best two in the business. And I watch TV. I watch the news. And they said, Gilly said that A.J. Brown called him old on the field. Like, whoo, A.J., you my boy. I love you, AJ. You know you my dog. I'm, I'm, I'm with you ten toes down and everything. But, boy, look here. Calling us old is a oh, it's tough. Please, guys. Please, guys, as NFL that I go against, I play receiver with, please don't call me old, man. That's a terrible feeling to hear from my younger guys, which we understand. We are getting a little old. But we take that to the heart. We take that to the heart because it's old football years. Don't, we are not old. We are still young men. But I heard that's what got – Gilly going, because he said that on his little, you know, interview. He said, like, a uh, A.J. called him old, so it made him, you know, woke up the barrel, however he wanted to put it. But, you know, Gilly's a defensive player of the year. He, he, by what? he four or five-time Pro Bowler. He's like a two-time All-Pro. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So he's a he got his real respect. But A.J. a dog, man. And I'm going to tell you, A.J. is a guy that goes after anybody that's the best, because he loves to see the best. I know A.J. probably mean no harm about calling him old. It's just in the competitive state. Like, he just love to compete, and he's just trying to get an edge. Maybe he would have said you old and it made him feel a kind of way. And, you know, and then AJ, you know, had a better game. But AJ, them two, that's a good-ass battle. I'm talking about one of the best ones I done seen in a long time. And I was excited about it, man. So it was a good battle for sure. And then, you know, you got Smitty and Bland. You know, Smitty got the best on them last game. And these two guys here, I'm talking about these two guys, they some great catchers. They don't. I ain't saying they perfect, but they had some tough catches to make. The one that was like a back shoulder load that AJ had, you know, went through his hands. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he can see the ball because, you know, AJ is a back man. You know what I'm saying? So he got that dark visor. So I don't even know if he's seen it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But Smitty, the same way, he had a dark visor on too as well. He had one that was off the fingertips. But, hey, them two guys, I don't expect them to drop nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because them guys right there get after him. I watch them put in the work and we call ourselves like, the 500 shots like Kobe do Got to practice. Them guys be out there with that drill machine catching everything from every angle, like, uh, uh, uh. And I expect them guys to make all the catches. So, some guys gonna be great here for a long time. One of the best duos in the league. So, I ain't expect nothing less from them guys. So, I know this week they got a lot to prove and show, you know, what kind of hands they got. Because they, they top three in hands. I don't know if y'all know, but them guys really don't drop the ball. So, after the game, man, guys was, you know, very down about the situation because they know what this game meant. You know what this meant to us. Uh, definitely with the number one seed. It had a lot at stake at this game, man. And, and guys just ain't flat out played to their best of ability. And we know that. So Hurts, Kels, and all those guys kind of looked at each other like, "Man, hey, man, we gots to get this going, man. We gots to. This ain't us. This is not it. We're not playing complimentary football. We're not playing to our best of standards. So guys not feeling it. So I know guys came into work and just laser focused, locked in, man. We laser in because this is rare that we had two back-to-back bad games. This is very rare. And guys not feeling that. You know, coaches not either. So, had to make adjustments. And everybody got to just look into themselves stuff in the mirror and be like, what are we going to do? And like I said earlier, we can't point fingers. Ain't no, it's not his fault. His fault is our fault. It's everyone's fault. Because it takes one to win it all, man. So, as a group, as an effort, because we're not one without the other. So, we're all the big chain. If one chain go link missing in the link, come on now and that go it goes it goes sell ship so we got to make sure we keep that chain together in the link you know what i'm saying i know that sounds pretty good that's a good metaphor with the link in the stadium that's pretty good y'all i know y'all like that but for real though man we got to stick together man fans and all we all got to no point fingers let's do this together we need y'all and y'all need us let's get it going so right now it's all about the playoffs trying to get into the playoffs. trying to get a spot trying to get a seed trying to get where we need to get because look i'm not jumping to conclusion but i'm looking forward to playing either dallas or San Fran in the playoffs, man, because them the two were the best teams in the NFC, and that's the that's who we gotta go through, either one of them two to win the conference. So, I'm looking forward to it, man, looking to that challenge, and I'm just, you know, I'm excited for it, man. But right now, we gotta worry about Seattle and focus on Seattle right now only. Now, let's get into Monday night with the Seattle Seahawks. My boy Gino is coming back. Man, I know if y'all know about me and Gino, they're very close friends. We got drafted in 2013 together. We was the only two dudes left at the draft, and we got picked, you know what I'm saying? So that's my dog. We even got a lot of history together, man. But he coming to his house, man, in Seattle, and I've heard, and I done played there a couple of times, but if y'all ain't been there, Seattle got one of the loudest stadiums in the league, man. So it was very loud. So I definitely on Monday night, and from what I know from the history, they say Seattle been beating us for like seven games in a row. I don't know the history about it, but I've been seeing it all through Twitter and all that. I think they beat us the last seven or eight times, and that got to change this, this week. You know what I'm saying? This week, because we, we got to go out here and win and got to get ready to go. But they're a high powered offense. I think they played San Fran pretty well, I man. I think if, if my boy Gino would have been playing, I think they would have had a way better game. Even though Drew Luck came and still balled out. But, you know, Gino, with the expert, the veteran, the guy that could go out here and make throws, make plays. Uh, they got a great trio. You know, you got uh, DK, you got uh, the rookie. Then you got Tyler Lockett, man, one of the most slept on receivers. Very, very consistent, man. A little dude that can really pack a lot of power. You know what I'm saying? He real good, real crafty. He's one of the best dudes in the NFL at selling PIs. I'm telling you, he's one of the most flopping dudes ever I know. He's my dog. That's my dog. I love Tyler, man. Even though his hairline is receiving, he's going ball at an early age. And that's my dude. And I love him, man. But he's one of the best sellers ever in the world. He, he's the flop king. And he does it very well, man. So I had to warn my guys, man, when you get with Tyler, man, Tyler go sell the flag, sell the sell the PI, and he's good at doing it. So y'all be on the lookout. And y'all, of course, y'all know the story about me and DK. Me and DK are cool. We don't got no beef. We don't got no problems no more. But me and DK for sure got into it 2020. I know if y'all seen the tape, y'all seen the clip, y'all on seen it go across the whole world, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a comedian. I like to laugh. I like to make a joke about it. But, yeah, me and him have not talked before. We done chalked it up, man. He got a lot of respect for me. I got a lot of respect for him. But uh, DK, for sure, is one of the best young uh, guys that's coming up into the league at this receiver position. So, man, it's going to be a challenge for our offense to make sure we stop him and that offensive core. Well, that's all I have for y'all today, man. If you already subscribed, man, I thank you. If you sitting here just listening and ain't subscribed yet, please subscribe, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend to come hang with Big Play Slay. If you enjoyed the show, please push the show out for my guy. Thank you. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I will see y'all next week.